Hey, how about them tops, son? All day, SEC boys. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. Hello and welcome into another Red Out Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Evan. Don't forget, guys, to like, subscribe. Hey, Jared, how's it going, buddy? It's good. How are you, man? Doing good. Uh, Just doing the... Early plug, uh, just don't forget to like, share, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Uh, you been doing good so far? Yeah, I mean, same old, same old for me, still working. The stimulus hit my bank account today, so that's always nice. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, uh, yeah I've got I've been watching mine because I do the direct deposit thing too, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen it yet. It may have, it may have hit after lunch because i checked early this morning but yeah. and depending on what bank you have too like if you use their mobile app or anything like that just about all of these banks mobile apps have been crashing because of the amount of people going to check to see if the stimulus has gone on and yeah so a lot of banks have had issues with that i know mine has apparently mine went in too this morning all right stop yep okay stop <laughs> okay keep going apparently yeah Good gosh. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I guess my uh, stimulus went in too, so that's awesome. Yeah. Since my wife went out, yeah, my wife went out and <laughs> bought uh, a couch and chair right before all this started. So yeah, hopefully that'll help. Um, but yeah. So anyway, um, so do you have hey, any winners and losers? Hey guys. Hey Ross, how are you? Doing good. Doing good. Okay, I can't hear you. Uh, Jared, I'll go with you first. You got any winners? You can. You can't hear me. How can you not hear Ross? I hear Ross. You can hear him. I can't hear him. It sounds like he's getting a drink of water or something. That was my wife. But yeah, <laughs> no. gotta stay That's hydrated. Like, I was gonna say, it sounds like he's trying to talk underwater to me. I can't. You can. You can still not hear me, or is it better? I now? can now. Yes, I can now. Okay. 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 We're good. Um, so Jared, do you have any winners and losers? Um, I guess losers is still just the planet because of this freaking virus and just how it's <laughs> ruined everything. But I mean, I still see, I'm doing pretty good. Thankfully my friends and family are doing pretty good. I know there's still a lot of unfortunate people out there and I hope that this passes soon, but we just got to keep doing what we're doing, keep social distancing and try to take care of ourselves and just keep it from spreading or else we'll just have to do this all over again. Yeah. I mean, that's my thing is, is just, it sucks right now, but just do it, get it over with, you know, it's better to get it over with now and not, instead of have to deal with it, you know, all the way through Christmas or something like that. So yeah, nobody wants that. Oh yeah. I completely agree. Uh, Ross, do you have any winners or losers? Uh, I mean, is there sports going on? Not really. Uh, losers, I'll say, G5 conferences and really college sports in general because what's kind of hanging over the programs right now with the budget, you know, with the budget shortfalls, the non NCAA payments and stuff like that, it's looking like this season's going to be, even if we have it, it could be a little rough. So, um, you know, schools like, was it yesterday, Cincinnati cut their men's soccer team, which we know how that is with. WKU cut sports, and I think it's it's something that you know we've really got to keep an eye on and worry about as as fans. We're we're kind of a broke school anyway when it comes to comparing ourselves to the big boys. Well, if you know if um, you know if this comes to fruition, it, it could be a rough couple of years, and just hope that you know as a fan of Western, selfishly we survive. So, well, I mean, I don't I don't think we'll have an issue as far as surviving, but. I mean, kind of like everybody else right now, I think we're all going to have to think thin, so to speak. You know, well, it, and that means like cutting, like your wife played track at Western, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, they, she, I mean would the main program survive? I don't know. So. Well, swimming's out, so that's one less. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, they've already cut it to bare bones. I mean, you can't, at this rate, they just go down to like six sports or something, so. Yeah, and I think if we cut any more, we'll lose our Division One status too, and we'll have to go to FCS. 
FCS, there's no money in FCS. It's you either cut or keep. I've I've kind of done some research on that. So we'll see. Sound because of fun. Um, um, So uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I'm not versed in the uh, the compliance as far as what we have to have to stay Division One, but. Yeah, I know we can't be that far off though because there's not really much more we can trim off. Yeah, sorry, I just had a message pop up and I don't know what the hell it's talking about. Um, a winner, I forgot. I don't know if. Let's see. I need to look at your script before I blurt this out. But no, you go right ahead. I mean, this this massive poll that's going on that that we've been talking about for over a week. I don't know if that was in your script or not, but. Oh yeah, that yeah. I'm talking about it a little bit later, but yeah, it's fun. Yeah, oh, Western. Nice. Uh, we'll move it up. Western uh, is doing really well um, in the Sirius XM College. What is that? What is the? It's just College Sports Station, I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, Western or yeah, Western is in the final match. Twitter poll, poll whatever against BYU. Um, Brigham Young. <laughs> Yes, the Mormons. Um, so, I'll uh, give it to him. I didn't realize how pretty cool that like Cosmo was with you know these pretty. Yeah. It's like the Phoenix Hills gorilla or Phoenix Suns gorilla. It does all the junking and stuff. But I mean, let's face it, he's not big red. So yeah, well, no, I mean, I mean, it has dense moves, and I've seen some gymnastic videos that are kind of impressive. But I mean, at the same time, oh, it's a cougar! Wow. Never seen one of those before. So original. So, I mean, no one can be compared to Big Red ever. So, I mean, no. I, I think that SiriusXM ought to be in, so indebtedly thankful for us because if they didn't put Western or BYU in this tournament, literally no one would have cared about it at all. And I think yeah. they've gained a ton of followers out of it just because they added us and BYU. And we've, we're both 16 seeds in their tournament, and we're in the championship. So that should tell you all that you need to know. I loved all the salty reactions from, like, P5 fans. Like, every time we were beating them, it'd be like, who's Western Kentucky? How are we losing to them? And every time we would beat them, it was pretty great. I know. I, I, I just, yeah. Of course, Twitter is just a nice, hate-filled little universe all on its own. But Beating uh, Tennessee was probably the most gratifying one, for sure. Screw right oh, yeah. Oh, and the little troll videos that Big Red would post after each win. Oh, three. yes. Those are quality. <laughs> swatting, swatting the B for Georgia Tech, playing Rocky Top. I mean, it was great. <laughs> Hashtag winning. Um, you, I mean, definitely. You got to love it. Uh, so, listeners, make sure you go and vote. Uh, get on Twitter if you're not on Twitter. I totally missed all that. <laughs> yeah, you're cutting um, out some really bad, Devin. Or some recent Devin. news. Uh, sorry, I just keep getting this pop-up, and I don't know what the hell it's talking about. Um WKU Athletics to re-air recent classics in WKU Radio Rewind. Have you all heard this? Yeah, I saw where they were doing that. That seems like it could be. I mean, yeah, anytime, yeah, anytime you get to listen to Randy Lee, I'm, uh, I'm, I love Randy Lee. So, you know, I think so these, he's, um, you know, he's great. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so last Saturday. Uh, it was men's basketball versus Oklahoma State, uh, the 2018 NIT quarterfinal. Uh, this Saturday, it's football versus Marshall, the 28 to 2014 uh, matchup. Uh, the next week, the 25th, it's women's basketball versus UAB, the 2018 Conference USA Championship. May 2nd is men's basketball versus Arkansas. May 9th is when Western played Louisiana Tech in football, the 2016 Conference USA Championship. But May 16th is football versus Kentucky 2012. Um, then uh, May 23rd is men's basketball versus Wisconsin. 
Uh, May 30th is football versus South Florida, the 2015 Miami Beach Bowl. Um, you can listen to those um, on their podcast, it said. Uh, it's the Hilltopper Sports Podcast Network. Uh, you can do all that on uh, Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, so check those out. Um, or if you want to watch those games, you can go to the Tower Rack, and we've got an archive, I think, of every one of those listed. Yeah. So you can relive those. I think we're up to, let's see, we're up to 113 games in basketball and 84 in football. So Wow. That's yeah. beautiful. That is several. Um, so... Yes, uh, if you want to see a full list of those, go to the WKU Sports page. Um, like Ross said, go to the Tower Rack, and you can f- watch those live. If you would like, um, I'm sure you could probably sync those up and get Randy Lee doing the live broadcast for you there, too. So see, that would be cool. You get yeah, both, that of, cool. both worlds there. Um, but, yeah, check those out. Keep you from going stir-crazy uh, when you if you're locked down like some of us. Um Another thing, uh, let's see, uh, D. Givens uh, earned the Conference USA Spirit of Service Award. Uh, this young lady, uh, who did amazing apparently at Western, she she's finished projected her, to be a third-round draft pick in the WNBA draft. There you go. She's very intelligent. She's very athletic. And she's very uh, servant-minded because uh, she likes to serve her community. Let me try and save myself there. Um, she graduated her bachelor's and master's degree while playing for the Hilltoppers. She graduated, uh, from her master's to her graduate degree with a 4.0 GPA, uh, in recreation and sport administration. Uh, she got all conference, uh, or all academic team honors, uh, two times in her career. Uh, and as far as community work, which actually is what the award was for, uh, she got it for Feeding America, the Warren County Humane Society, Stuff the Bus, and playing wheelchair basketball at a local recreation center, which, by the way, it feels like cheating. I mean, I know she's probably playing in a wheelchair, but she's a D1 athlete. But yeah. awesome job. That's an awesome thing she's doing. Um, and she's going to be, uh, obviously, a, hopefully a really good uh, WNBA player, and hopefully she has a very good career ahead of her. Uh, so, Good job, D. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, there's a new series they did on the sports, on WKU Sports over Mary Joyner. Uh, it's called it's an it's a series called My Story, and apparently they talk about different student athletes, uh, and they let them talk tell it in their own words. Uh, Mary Joyner is a senior women's golf player, so check that story out. Um, she's got a nice long write up. Uh, she's a really good athlete. I'm sure she's doing great. So. I'll give a quick um, shout out that Beyond the Hill podcast uh, that WKU's been doing for the past few weeks has been pretty good. Just finished listening to the uh, Courtney Lee episode, and it was kind of cool to hear his perspective on you know just everything that's going on with the coronavirus to his long NBA career to like um, you know apparently he almost transferred between his freshman and sophomore years because Coach Horn was riding him so hard. So pretty interesting uh, podcast. So give it a listen. After you yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, after, I mean, if you're just, I mean, we all got time on our hands, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you could be like me and you can go on uh, and listen to your podcast while you're mowing grass, because that's what I typically do, uh, listen to a podcast there or, you know, whatever you want to do, but make sure you listen here first because we'll try and keep you straight and what you need to listen to next. Uh, but definitely uh, follow the uh, the WKU podcast Um What's the, what did you say the name of it was, Rose? Beyond the Hill. If you look, look at w, yeah, if you look at WKU's Twitter, they blast that stuff out. So. Oh yeah, I, I, I see it here. It's about a twenty-minute podcast. So. Yeah, it's uh, a quick listen. Yeah. Oh, I would. That would be awesome. I'd love to listen to that, especially with uh, Courtney Lee. Which I mean, for they've someone had, who knows, yeah. go ahead. They've had him. They've had Tyson Hilton. They've had. I'm trying to think who else. It's Justin Johnson too. So, didn't they? Justin Johnson, yeah. Justin Johnson's one was really good, and then they had the baseball coach and a softball player, Kelly Akey. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's a good mix. I mean, they're they're quick, twenty thirty minutes. It's not like this for you here. Yeah. So, 
Yep. <laughs> um, thing, one yeah, more thing, uh, in the, just in the news. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't see this in your script. Did we uh, talk about Western's commitment last week, Keyshawn Murphy? No, but go ahead. Okay. Uh, WKU got a commitment. Uh, what was it like Thursday or Friday last week? I think it was Friday from yeah, a uh, somewhere around there. Three star junior, um, Keyshawn Murphy from Birmingham. He's 6'9, 6'10, 220 pounds. Uh, you know, Western beat out all the big Alabama schools for this kid. So they beat out uh, Bama, Auburn, uh, UAB, Mississippi State. So he should be a really good get. And. You know, Lord knows we need some more big man with, you know, Bassey probably, you know, if he comes back healthy, he'll probably be his last year next year. Um, you know, Carson Williams is a senior and Kozar is the only other big man. He'll be a sophomore. So regardless, get any big man for the future. And I think there's a good possibility with as early as he committed. He was offered last Monday, committed last Friday. I wouldn't be shocked if he reclassifies, if he's if he's set to graduate early. So. Something to keep in mind between him and Harmon, I think WKU basketball is the number seven class in, for early rankings for 2021. So, uh, you know, really great get, and it looks like Stans' guys recruiting momentum back. So, Yeah, completely agree. <laughs> um, it, my thing is, is, it feels like Stans always has a couple guys he runs off every year. Um, so let's just let's just see how it goes. I, I hope I, uh, Isaiah Cozart is uh, – the uh, the stud that we're going to need in the future. I mean, I think he's got a lot of potential. So, um, I mean, he could got... be he could be a. I mean, worst case scenario, I see him being like a. I'm trying to think like a backup big man that gets you like eight points and eight rebounds a game. He might never. I don't think he's ever going to be like an offensive star, but he can be a, you know, a shot blocking presence and you know give you some really good defense. So. I think I, I agree with that. Um, I just I, he just needs the time on the floor, and I'm sorry, I just, I just it's probably going to be a little bit before he ever gets that with Stan. So <sighs> we'll see. Um, but it kind of a funny little shout out. Um, I, I know Sam posted this to our group group chat. Uh, was uh, Andy Buckley, who a lot of you may know from the office, uh, was on another. Uh, Kentucky Sports Podcast, Kentucky Sports Radio, and he had a sh- funny shout out. Let me see. Um, let me see if I can get my phone real quick because it was really random. They were completely talking about something else, and he uh, he just throws out the uh, the Western Kentucky facts, and I loved it. Um, Davion McKnight and uh, somebody else, right? Yes. There we go. So it's all the same writers and. Okay, so he's talking about Avenue Five right here. Um, probably not the best sound quality. Uh, by the way, just we have some breaking news for our UK fans. Ryan Nick Richards just declared for the draft and will give up his eligibility. So any any thought you might think Ryan he would stay is gone. Okay. Well, here you know, speaking of Kentucky basketball. I'm wondering, you know, what are the Hilltoppers going to do at guards? You know, they got Zion Harmon, they got Davian McKnight, both coming there. They're both, you know, how are they going to handle that? You know, what's, what's going to happen? Look, I like, really, I was like Andy Buckley, like out of all the actors, David Wallace. Yes, David Wallace is throwing out the Western Kentucky knowledge, and that's just not, that's not something that you just, you know, pick up. It's that's something that you've been following for a while to know. I mean. I was looking. I was looking into his wife is like an acting coach from like, from like either I think like L.A. Like I don't see the connection, but yeah. yeah I, was, I was gonna say like I think he's from like Boston or something like that. But yeah, my question yeah, yeah. is, has he ever done a movie or TV show with Michael Rosenbaum? Because I feel like maybe that's the only connection he could have is maybe he was talking to him about it. Be like, yeah, man, that's what school the Hilltoppers and stuff. And be like, oh, check them out, and then maybe kind of get hooked. But that is a very random. I'm going to look up the Six Degrees of uh, Kevin Bacon website and see how they're connected. Yes, we definitely. Um, but he said he did an early m- movie with a lady who was from Lexington. So I don't know if there is a tie-in with her to Bowling Green and WKU. I I don't know. Maybe he just saw us on TV and started cheering for Western. Whatever it is, Hopefully. I love it. That's why it's important to have good nationally televised games is for random crap like that. Definitely, and not on Facebook or whatever. I mean, but still. 
Love okay, it. So on the Oracle of Bacon, there's only two degrees of separation between Kevin Bacon and Andy Buckley. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So Robert Patrick on Ask Me Anything, and then Kevin Bacon. So with Jane Jane Mansfield's car. So Kevin Bacon or Andy Bacon, Andy Buckley to uh, you said Michael Rosenbaum. Yeah. Because yeah. he's a Hilltop Pro alum, he's been in a lot of stuff. Okay, Andy Buckley was in Horrible Bosses 2 with Kevin Spacey, who's in Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil with Michael Rosenbaum. So only two degrees of separation. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so if you want to see how random actors are connected, go to the oracleofbacon.org. It's pretty great. That Thank is really that. hilarious. Um, but, yeah, I mean, but like I said, it was just, of course, I saw where Sam had posted it. And, you know, KSR is one of those that I listen to when, like, I'm mowing grass or something, just for something to have on. Because right now, there's not a lot of sports to talk about. And, I mean, I've even heard that some of the coaches are kind of on lockdown as far as what they can do. Um, They spoke to uh, Mark Stoops last week, and I imagine Tyson Helton's in the same boat. He is not allowed to go off campus and do any kind of recruiting, but he can do stuff as far as, like, phone calls, texts. Uh, stuff like that, but he can't leave campus and go speak to kids. Um, See, so. like, I just have a mental picture of Rick Stansberry on the street over by University Road, where the railroad tracks are, and he sees <laughs> someone across the street be like, hey, kid, you want to come play at Western Kentucky? <laughs> like, that's what I picture when they can't leave campus kind of thing. Yes. I, I'm, see, I'm in the same boat. I'm just picturing him in like a, a robe, and he's like, oh, man, you know, uh, so-and-so's calling. Uh, yeah, Keyshawn Murphy's calling. Let me uh, FaceTime him. Turn the turn the camera off so he can't see. You know, I'm in a robe or whatever. Uh, but yeah, uh, that the Andy Buckley link was so funny to me. I just it cracked me up. But anyway, um, so I'm kind of skipping around, but I'm gonna. I guess I'll start talking. Uh, we got some sad news uh, this week. Um, former offensive lineman, former team captain uh, Cody Hughes passed away. On Monday, uh, Hughes was at Western from 2006 to 2009. Uh, he was at Western basically the same time I was. Me too. Um, and Ross, sorry. And um, he um, and he was there one year uh, with Matt, uh, and then he went into the uh, strength and conditioning side of things because that's what his uh, major was in. Um, there's no mention as to how or what the cause of death was. Um but, I mean, he was 32 years old. I mean, your prayers out, go out to his family. But you can read the article, uh, kind of tribute that Matt and I posted. Um, I wish I had a little more time because I'm, quote, essential. Uh, so I kind of wrote it from work. Uh, but um, it, it was just, it was just you know, heartbreaking. It was a gut punch, really, uh, because uh, probably a, a year or two ago, we had uh, Derek Elder, who was another offensive lineman, pass away. Um, he was there with us at Western and played with Cody as well. Um, probably just a kind of a little sh- clip here from uh, from the piece we wrote. One of my favorite memories of Cody was – sorry, you can hear probably Abby screaming uh, – was um, one of my favorite memories of Cody was when we played uh, Florida in 2007. That was the Tebow – uh, Aaron Hernandez, I think, was on the team, too. Uh, they were basically number one in the nation. I mean, I don't know how many times Western did that. A year after they won the title, yeah. I don't know how many times Western did that because it felt like every year our first game was against the number one team in the nation. But uh, so Tebow is a punk, and I have never liked Tebow after this game. But he um, – Time after time, he would break contain. He would run off to the western sideline, and he would just cause havoc for you know the equipment staff, the training staff, you know, knocking our benches over, spilling coolers, doing this, doing that. And you know, it was just it was a just frankly, it was a dick move. And uh, so he, uh, so uh, you know, he'd done it like three or four times already. So. By the fourth, probably fourth or fifth time, uh, he decided to run out of bounds. And the way the uh, sidelines are made up typically is the defense goes to one side 
and the coaches all sit and talk to him, try and figure out what's going on, game plan, et cetera. And then the offense is on the other side. Um, and so usually when one team is on, one's off, yada, 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 obviously, as football goes. Um, so the offense, the defense was on the field. Offense is sitting there. And here comes Tim Tebow. And Cody stands up and yells out a couple of obscenities and hits Tebow right in the chest. And the dude goes over. And it was <laughs> – it was a great moment. Loved it. And it, it actually really stopped him from ever doing that again. And that, uh, as far as that goes, and it was one of the, my, my favorite memories with Cody. And so, uh, just, uh, pray for his family. Um, I, it, it was a shock to everybody. I think that played with him. Uh, I just, you know, uh, the words can't describe, uh, as far as the shock and what as good a person as Cody was, um, he was he was a monster. He was a Kodiak on the field, and he was a teddy bear off the field. Um, but just uh, love you, buddy. Uh, R.I.P. Cody. Um, but while we're sitting here waiting, I guess we'll go ahead and jump into our uh, food bracket because uh, uh, we'll go ahead and just jump right back into that. Um, Sorry, I just saw where Ross got kicked out, I guess. He's yeah. coming back, maybe. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, so, in the East, we have Shogun versus Pizza Hut. Oh, let me update real quick, everybody. The uh, Waffle House Outback, um, if Jared did not tinker with it, uh, looks like Outback won 80-49. to 49. See, this is the first time I've ever been proud of my basketball group. <laughs> As a collective, I was so happy because the cool thing about it is that one, like, I don't know when you did this, Devin, but you did set me as an admin for your Red Out account on Facebook. So, I mean, I have that inside, plus it's my basketball group anyway, so I can see who all voted for what option. So it would have been so easy for me to just vote out every single person that (laughs) voted for Waffle House. But I didn't do anything to it, and Outback, as it rightfully should, won on its own, so I'm very proud (laughs) I I had complete faith that you would not tinker, uh, but looks it was like tempting. Out- it was very yeah. tempting. I wanted to add poll options and everything to screw with it, but I didn't. <laughs> I I actually fixed it where you couldn't. I don't know if you could go in and edit that later. I but, could if I'm oh, an admin, yeah. then yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so tonight we're gonna have some quick rules. Since we're not gonna have an episode next week, um, or actually till probably maybe football season starts, or if we hear something else. Um, we're going to have, uh, challenges tonight. And if there is a tiebreaker, we will go ask the closest person we can find. Um, you are allowed one challenge. So if you think that the Shearcliff family is completely skewed and they're crazy, um, you can throw out your challenge and we'll do a random draw to see who is the next person, uh, to go ask to decide, uh, the fate of the restaurant. Um, so I think that's fair. Okay, so let me put these in real quick. Um, but first off, we've got Shogun versus Pizza Hut. Uh, Jared, I'll go with you first. Oh, man. Once again, comparing apples to oranges, but... I mean, I've been all about the nostalgia and just the quality and fast Pizza Hut, especially the one in Franklin I love so much. But, I mean, if I'm really hungry, and I mean, like, big hungry, I'm not really going to go to Pizza Hut. I mean, I eat pizza all the time anyways, which is good, but I got to go Shogun just because, I mean, the quality of their their food is so good, and the portions are great. I mean, it's Asian-style food, so I love it. I got to go Shogun. Okay. What we'll do in this one, I'm not going to – I'm not not skewing anything, but so we can get a fourth vote – I'll spin the wheel between the three of us, and one of us will go ask. I'm going to ask my wife and see what her vote is. Um, Ross, Pizza Hut or Shogun? Shogun. Nice. Um, one second. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's Pizza Hut, but I mean, it's just. 
one of maybe okay so apparently it's gonna be a sweep uh looks like looks like shogun's got it um shogun beats pizza hut <sighs> yep my wife voted for shogun so that's good um Honestly, that's that's a tough one for me in my for my vote. Um, I would pro- I'll probably say Shogun too, just because like even though Pizza Hut's good, it's one of those. We got Alex. Maybe we got Alex. Hey, there's Alex. Late. All right. Hey, better late than never. What's up, guys? Uh, not much, buddy. Um, we just did the East bracket and Shogun advances. Shogun advanced. Or repeat that. Yes, Shogun has advanced to the final four. Hey. So, <laughs> uh, moving to the west, uh, Qdoba versus Culver's. Uh, mm. Let's go, Rossford. Total polar opposites. Um, I'm going to go with Qdoba. I think the the queso and just the the burritos, man, and I just love me some Qdoba. So that's what I'm going to go with. Okay, um, let me explain for Alex real quick. You have a, you've got one challenge um, to do a tiebreaker tonight. We're gonna I'll spin the wheel and we'll just holler at the closest person we can find to decide the vote. Okay. Okay. Um, and if you don't like 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 I was saying, if you don't like you know who Ross asked, you can throw your challenge and you can get another vote. You know. So. Oh wow! Interesting. So, so we'll we'll do a respin so to speak, and we'll see how it goes. Okay. Um, so, Alex, Qdoba or Culver's? This is really tough, considering the fact that Culver's has really good butter burgers, and not to mention they have one thing that Qdoba doesn't: is the concrete mixers. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> so it's but I mean, whatever you want, like a really quick. Way to eat. Culver's is the way to go, but Qdoba, I mean, it's just so good. Like, the variety could be updated, but you can't go wrong with a burrito or tacos or the bowl or especially the quesadillas. So, I'm got to go with Culver's. I'm pulling this off with Culver's. Oh, nice. Only because I'm craving for burgers right now, so it's just like, (laughs) I mean, if I had to stop somewhere like in the middle of nowhere and then pretty much there's a Kodobo on one side and a Culver's on the other side outside of Bowling Green. I'm willing to try the Culver's. Nice. Actually, I think E-Town now has a Culver's on one side of the road and there is a Qdoba on the opposite side of the road. So uh, if, if you came to E-Town, that's what you'd see. Um, is that so when you get first get off the interstate in Elizabethtown, like exit 94 or something? No, it'll it'd be uh, 91. You come into E-Town. It's like right before, It's right in front of Target. Oh, okay. Um, so, so we're one to one. Jared, what is your vote? Alex, not so fast, my friend. I, <laughs> I, I love their cheese curds. I love their concrete mixers. Of course, the burgers are really good too, like you said. But Kidova, I mean, it's kind of hard to go against them. Quality Mexican food basically get exactly what you want and it's delicious so it's hard to beat that it, it really is i mean i love culver's and culver's is really good food um love their onion rings love their concrete mixers um but i i, I like qdoba better I, i'm probably gonna go qdoba and so qdoba's got it uh, three to one Qdoba will play Shogun here in the next few minutes. So, we're in the south bracket now. Buffalo Wild Wings versus Texas Roadhouse. Jared, what's your vote? Oh, man. So, we got the Applebee's of the south or whatever Jake called it. I can't remember. But, you know, I still love B-dubs. It's hard to beat the atmosphere. I mean, of course, their wings are delicious. I love their apps, too. Like I, remember, I, I don't know if they have fried pickles year-round, but their fried pickles are great as well. I love me some fried pickles. So, I mean, it's hard to beat the Asian Zing. I love me some B-dubs. Got to go with them. Yep. Alex, what's your vote? This is really tough. I'm definitely going to have to go with B-dubs over Texas Roadhouse just because 
obviously when you go to Buffalo Wild Wings, you're going for wings. And Texas Roadhouse has everything but Buffalo Wings, if I'm not mistaken. And if they <laughs> do, I'll still take B-dubs any day. Ross. B-dubs, wings, beer, sports, what else do you need? I was going to say, right. a sports podcast that doesn't pick Buffalo Wild Wings is going to be pretty tough. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Texas Roadhouse does really good stuff with their steaks. love their steaks. The rolls with the cinnamon butter and all that. But I'm definitely going Buffalo Wild Wings. So that's a sweep right there, guys. It's a good sweep. That's uh, a great sweep. So this is a tough one for me, too, man. These are all – these are getting so tough right here. Uh, we're in the Midwest with Chick-fil-A. Versus Outback. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> Ross, I'll let you go first. Chick-fil-A versus Outback. Man. That's hard to compare. It is. Uh, yeah, that's when you're into this stage, it's like Shogun uh, versus Pizza. It's really hard to compare those two. So, uh, I mean, dang. Fast food versus obviously eating, you know, sit-down God's chicken versus that down under steak. I'm gonna go with the down under steak and the upset. Out of order, Ross. Alex, what's your vote? Not so fast. I'm gonna have to go with God's chicken over <laughs> the down under steak. <laughs> okay. Nice, nice, Jared. Do I need to um, add? I mean, you already know, but see, <laughs> it's still hard to compare to Chick Fil A, like. It's, I mean, it's good chicken, obviously, but of course, if I'm going to choose, if I'm really hungry, I'm going to go to Outback, give me a blooming onion. That always, just that alone makes me want to go there more. All right, nice, nice, nice. Uh, I'm going to go with Alex. I'm going Chick-fil-A, so we have our first tie. Uh, uh, boom, boom, boom. All right, let's go to the wheel and see what it says. Ross, you're up, buddy. Let me go ask my wife. Hold on. Okay, sounds good. Or just move on to the next one and all. No, you're good. I'll uh, I'll preview the next one. We've got Shogun versus Kudoba in the final four here. So, uh, let's go. <laughs> I'll go to uh, I'll go to Jared real quick. Shogun versus Kudoba. What do you think, buddy? Mm, man, see. I feel like Kidoba is the shogun of Mexican food, so <laughs> that makes this decision really hard. But usually Asian, I crave way more than Mexican, and if I get Mexican, I get local. So I gotta go shogun. Nice. We've now, been, uh, we've been, we've got an answer. Okay, oh, what man. is it? I'm scared. Oh, Chick Fil A. Sorry, Jared. Oh. 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 It's okay. It's the Lord's chicken. I'll forgive him. I love it. That's awesome. Biggest upset of the night right here. Oh, well. So Chick-fil-A plays Buffalo Wild Wings in the next round. Battle Uh, of Chicken. Yes. Yes. Shogun. You said Shogun, correct? Yeah, I did. Alex, what's your vote, buddy? It's really hard to find, like... I mean, the thing with Kidoba and Mexican food is you can absolutely find good local Mexican food anywhere, but you can also find good local Asian cuisine anywhere as well. But I'm going to have to go with Qdoba, honestly. It's a safe bet. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Ross, what's your vote? Qdoba or Shogun? Yes. Hmm. I'm going to have to go with Shogun because of Saki Bombs. Yeah, I'll me some sushi, too. Oh, yes. Yes. Nice. Amen. Uh, let's make it a three-peat. I'm going with Shogun as well. Hey, I love Kudoba, but I, like I said, I am such an Asian food person. I, I love Shogun. Um, so we got Shogun in the final match versus either Buffalo Wild Wings or Chick-fil-A. Uh, Ross, what's your vote, buddy? I'm going to go with Buffalo Wild Wings. Wing beers and sports. Wings, yeah. beer, sports. There we go. Alex, what's your vote? B-dubs. Nice. No questions asked, uh, just B-dubs because wings. 
wings and beer, but mostly teriyaki sauce. Jared, what's your vote? All right, so I'm going to give a little bit of a shout-out to a group of people that kind of goes under the radar, and this ties in, I promise. And those that that is the people that are allergic to peanuts, and my mom is one of those people. Like, if she even eats a crumb of anything with peanuts in it, she has to go to the emergency room immediately. Like, it's oh, that wow. bad. So oh, she's man. never been able to eat at Chick-fil-A her entire life. Because they use peanut oil for everything, and yes. I think that's an injustice. If you want more customers, maybe you should use something that everybody can eat. So, but I just want to bring awareness to that. Chick Fil A, don't just use peanut oil. So, I mean, I'll, I gotta go be dubs. Well, Chick Fil A. So sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a good run. Hey, it was a good run. I'll give them that. It was a really good run uh, to come from a, well, actually a three seed. So that's not that bad. I thought they were low. I mean, if you were, like, actually seeding the tournament, I would say probably Chick-fil-A would have been close to a one seed just because of its popularity and reputation. Yeah. Ross, I'm kind of glad your wife picked uh, Chick-fil-A just so I wouldn't <laughs> have to choose between Outback and Buffalo Wild Wings because that would be very painful. <laughs> I could, Yeah, I can see Jared staying up all night going, Outback, Chick-fil-A. Did I make a mistake? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we have Buffalo Wild Wings versus Shogun. Mm. Big one here. So I'm going to give you a second to think. And while you're thinking, you can listen to this nice cool tune. I'm scared. Oh, no, it's not bad. Don't worry. Ten, 10 hours of that. That kills me. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't get it. Anyway. Um, so, Jared, what is your vote between Shogun and Buffalo Wild Wings? Just remember that this, the restaurant you choose will have to be the sponsor for the podcast. So, You know, I can't really think of a better sponsor for a sports podcast than a sports bar. I gotta go with B-Dubs. Yeah. Alex, what's your vote, buddy? Uh, this is tough but like Jared said how are you going to have a sports podcast without a sponsor from a sports bar so beat ups nice 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 Ross I like Shogun but I mean it's only in Bowling Green and beat ups is everywhere it's delicious it's consistent it's uh, tasty, and you can go watch a Tops game. I think the last time I went to B-Dubs was Corey Munson's beautiful kick to uh, win us the first responder bowl. And it was a great experience. And go B-Dubs and go Tops. Nice, nice. Well, that's it. Looks like it's Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings over Shogun. Woo! Uh, so congratulations to Buffalo Wild Wings. Please so, give us money. Yeah. I I mean honestly in the food bracket, we should have next year we do one of these brackets, Devin. We should honestly like have our preseason like we should have our pre draft or pre bracket picks to see who wins and compare them. Cuz that would have been not cuz I I tell you what, I would have never guessed Shogun would have made the finals even though it's delicious. So I mean Shogun actually had a pretty easy path though. Um We'll just kind of review some of the wins that Shogun had. They had Lee's famous recipe. Uh, yeah, which, that was a walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah that was a walk through. I mean, Lee's is basically, I mean, it was a three seed, which was really overrated, but it should have been more like um, like a 15 or 16 seed. Uh, then Shogun beat Hardee's. Uh, that was a tie between it and McDonald's, like first first pick, first day. Um and then Shogun had Taco Bell the next week. That was that was his big upset, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Taco Bell was a big one. Um, but I mean, even if the if you look at the other bracket, Qdoba beat the Top Blaze because they're basically the same. Uh, then it beat Pozzoli, KFC, and Colbert. Uh, but I mean, Buffalo Wild Wings. I mean. Uh, Somebody watching cards football? Somebody watching what? That's it. Sounds like a wind tunnel. Yeah. Oh, I had the fan off for where I was cooking dinner. 
I'm fine. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. But I mean, if you look at Qdoba, let's see if we get some kind of theme music here. Yeah, let's let's go through B Dub's path. I'm just kind of curious who they beat along the way. But uh, Buffalo Wild Wings was a seven seed, beating out Quiznos. Uh, then they beat Chewy's, the five seed. Popeyes, the three seed. Then they beat Texas Roadhouse this week. So I mean, it's just crazy. They had a pretty good. They got a pretty tough path. They really did. I mean, I mean, Popeyes was a tough one. That's that's yeah, the big one. That was hard on um, me. Yeah. So was Texas Roadhouse. I felt like that was harder on me than Popeyes. Texas Roadhouse was a tough one too. I'll give you that. Devin, um, does E Town have uh, B Dubs? Yes. Okay. Yes, we something, do. It came in. A something few years we should back. do, considering B Dubs one, is that we need to choose a day when all this coronavirus mess is over and see if we can have like a towel rack get together at the E Town B Dubs because it's like the most centralized location I think for all of us. I'm getting. Yeah, that would be great. I'm on board with yeah, that. Definitely. Towel rack meetup. Yeah. Yeah, we need that. We will definitely have to do that. Um, and then of course Chick Fil A, the last member in the uh, Final Four, there, they had uh, they had some actually really hard ones. They had uh, Dairy Queen, which not not too bad. Then they had Wendy's, which I thought was a little more more of a, a step up. Uh, then the Buffalo Wild Wings uh, clone and Wings and Rings, they played them the next week. And then they had Outback, which to Jared's uh, chagrin, it. They failed uh, miserably. But that's anyway. what we should. That's where we should meet at Wings and Rings, and uh, <laughs> yes. so Jared could experience that. Yes, um, I want to experience it too. What's the closest one? Is it E-town? in E-town? It is in E-town. It's actually like less than probably a mile away from the Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> nice, dude. So, we could do a taste test. <laughs> yes, actually, honestly, if you're going for like a sports experience, I think Wings and Rings is probably better. Hmm. Uh, and the reason I say that, I think they've got more TVs than Buffalo Wild Wings. Interesting. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's an interesting little place. Uh, so definitely uh, check that out if you get a chance. Uh, and uh, for those of you curious, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings wins. Uh, so way to go, B Dubs. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, sorry, I just had some random people popping up in our feed. Thank you all for listening to our podcast. Uh, like I've said all along, uh, we appreciate our listeners. Uh, this will be our last podcast uh, of the season. Uh, we will come back in the fall for football, but uh, there's I'm sorry, there's just not a lot of sports going on right now, and especially with Western's kind of slow. Uh, so definitely, um, you know, catch us in the – we'll try and get up a couple midsummer episodes, you know, with some updates and stuff and kind of let you know what's going on around here. Um but I guess uh, I guess we didn't really get to talk to you, Alex. How has everything been going with you? Amidst all the coronavirus pandemic, still off work for the time being. But also, this week for me is more of like a personal slowdown week. Just because the first few weeks going into this, I was still working technically during the first week. And then pretty much the past, it was just running errands here and there. Also, just doing stuff for like my neighbor's. Pretty much being out, but not really being out where it's deemed essential, but still just doing my part to help people out. And now it's just the week slowing down, finally able to catch up on some shows, finally able to play my PS4 like nonstop and then to just actually get acclimated with myself more. So this is, yeah, so it's felt an improvement compared to the other two weeks. I mean, I was able to see my family last week for like a couple hours. We did practice social distancing, of course. We just met halfway, went shopping, and then, (laughs) yeah, at Kroger. Like, we met halfway in Hawkinsville and pretty much just shopped there. So, it's nice. Yeah, I mean, at least you got to, you know, get some experience with your family, you know. Whether it's not as close as you'd like, but still. Um, So, did you get your check? I'm not, not trying to be nosy, but... 
No, you're good. I was, as a matter of fact, I was not trying to be that person, but yes, I got the check this morning. <laughs> like I've been so quiet on social media about like my timeline on both my Facebook and Twitter. Just like I got the check. No, I didn't get the check. Da 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 da. Like it's just crazy. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna be silent, and whatever somebody asks, I'm just gonna tell them. Hey, man, that's fine. Uh, I checked, and my wife and I got our stimulus checks. The worst part is, is if Abby had been born like a month earlier, we well, we might have got a check. I don't know if it was this year or last year's. Um, it was last year's taxes. It was last year's. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so technically, I think what well, we would have got like four hundred or five hundred more dollars, but it's whatever. Um, Ross, did you get your stimulus check, and how's everything going with you? Everything's going good, man. Um, no, I don't think I qualify for it. So, uh, yeah, I'm good, though. No, no worries. <laughs> Ross, nice. Ross is just like, it's chump change, so I can do no, it. No, I mean, honestly, honestly. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, honestly, I'd rather, I mean, I've, I'd rather go to people who, like, who are, you know, don't, or furloughed or need the money more than I do because I still have a stable job and everything. So if if, if you're... Somebody who uh, you know the government's not you're non-essential as they put it, then you know I think you should be getting that money before somebody like me who still has a job. So, yeah, I, I mean I agree, but yeah, I agree yeah. right there to respect. But not, yeah. I mean, but it's not like you got a choice though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, that's what I'm saying. I, it's you know what I don't care. Like I'd rather somebody who doesn't, somebody who needs the money. I've, I you know I'm fortunate. That's all I can say. So yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Um, I was just thinking, uh, I actually, I don't know what it was, but while you were just talking, I actually looked up just now, and it's kind of, uh, it's kind of funny. I've got, a, I've got a pennant in my room, and before I left in 2011, uh, had, I put it up in the locker room, let a bunch of the guys sign it. I've told, talked about it on the podcast before. Um, and one of the names that just popped up that I just kind of just randomly looked at was Mitchell Henry. Oh yeah, I know, right? I was like, "Good gosh, that's so funny." Oh, uh, I got something we can talk about real quick since we haven't even gone an hour yet. Um, did you? You know, we talked about last week about the basketball. And do we want to do a quick football? What everybody voted for yes. on the uh, chart? I am so yes. sorry. I completely forgot. Zoned over that. This I week. did too, and I made it. So that makes. <laughs> um, I think we should have ran it like on Monday instead of Tuesday. No offense, Jared, but. No, no, it's all. I mean, it's. Yeah. It, I think Jared did an awesome job with it. Oh, so yeah. Definitely. Uh, let me see here. Uh, let me pull it, pull it up. It's on Sunday, is when we put it out. Mm, yeah. Uh, no, you're good. I'm just trying to find. Uh, there we go. I got it. Okay. Okay. So uh, you can pull it up. It's on WKU's football's Facebook page. Uh, I think you tweeted out too, right? On the Tower Rex, yeah. On the Tower Rex. Um, I don't, I don't do Twitter a lot, so you'll have to forgive me. Uh, but uh, it's the, if you have $15, what team do you pick? Uh, Jared, since you made it, I'll let you go first. Oh, man, I'm trying to remember it from memory because I hadn't really thought about it much. But I want to say I put Brandon Dowdy as my quarterback. I mean, it's impossible for me to not choose him. I have such a sentimental attachment to his era at Western. And he's you got to go Brandon Dowdy. I think for running back, I put Gage Walker just because he's only a dollar, and yet he's really, really good. I can't wait to see what he does this upcoming season. Uh, wide receivers, I think I put – I know I did two and one. I can't remember the order of them. I think I did uh, Sloan and maybe Quinn Jernigan or something like that. But the tight end, I had Tyler Higby. It's hard to go against Higgs as well. Just Dowdy and Higby together. I mean, that's a great combination. So, I think that's who I had. I mean, it's on my Twitter. I just don't know if I can exit this app and it still work. <laughs> Alex, uh, what was your team, buddy? This was really hard to choose with just fifteen dollars. I went ahead and okay, <laughs> finally finishing the touchdown. It was a very hard list. Like literally, just five. Seven, oh, it's definitely hard. I mean. Yes. Uh, do you do you want me to come back to you? Yeah, come back to me, please. Okay, uh, Ross. I know you you did the work for it. You you know got all the names together, and Jared just kind of made it look pretty. What do you, what was your team? 
Who would you go with? So I went kind of a different path. I think I think having weapons is the most important thing. I mean, it kind of as we saw with Ty Story this year, they didn't have like the biggest playmakers on offense, and that kind of limited their ceiling. So uh, my five dollar pick was Taywan Taylor. You know, I'm gonna get you're gonna put up some great points. Um, I think I did Jack Cord Pearson at number two. You know, he had 800 yards as a slot receiver. I think he could do great with the right quarterback and another receiver taking some heat off of him. Uh, for running back on Ace Wales, I think if you really look at the stats, you know, five to two, like Ace, it was so crazy that run that Western had in running backs until uh, until Wales graduated. Bobby Rainey, Antonio Andrews, Leon Allen, and Ace Wales all had 1,500-yard seasons. Bobby had, I think, two, and a- Andrews had two. So, like, it's crazy how productive we were at running back. Like, it was it was just crazy. I think Wales is great value at $2. Uh, for the tight end, I went with Higby for four. I think, I mean, I think Doyle was a better, more consistent player, but Higby, his ceiling was is high, and just as we experienced it in the last season in the NFL. And then uh, that left me with $2, so I went with Ty Story as the quarterback. Uh, you know, there was some controversy rating Jake's above him, and I thought Jake's is, Jake's four-year contribution was more than Story's one-year one contribution, but I think Story was, like, ridiculously efficient during his one season, and I think you give him those weapons that I lined up against everybody, I think that team would that team would uh, be able to beat almost any other anybody else's $15 team. So, Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, honestly, all of these guys are amazing players. And, I mean, I can't believe you didn't put offensive line on here, right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, kicker, or kicker or punter or defensive player. Like, at least two good defensive players, like a quarterback. You, you, had, you have $500. Mix. Make your team. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have enough. I barely had enough space for the ones on there, so it's not like I could add anything else. But it was funny. I even commented, like, someone asked why we didn't have on offensive line, like, for Forrest Lamp. And I said, because we all know he would be $15, and Forrest Lamp liked to tweet. So thank you for that, Forrest. I hope you're good. <laughs> yeah, I mean. And, and it, same, I, with, same with John Haggerty, too. He would be it, $15. It kills me. Yeah. And what, what did John Haggerty's mom, I think, was one of the commenters, too? Yeah. And she's like, I know who my punter would be. And I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> um but no, I'm not gonna pull a boomer and just go five dollars for everybody. But um, Alex, are you ready, or do you want me to go? Yes, I'm going. Go ahead and go. Okay, you go. You want me to go, right. or you go? I can go. I already got it from okay. me. Okay. All right. I picked basically solely on value and not stats, but more so like over the past decade, just players that I knew that were valued. So, I'm going to go with Brandon Dowdy, all-time favorite quarterback through Western. I'm going to go with Ace Wells at halfback. Just the size that he had and also, like, out of all the Western backs, it was like he was the most underrated compared to Bobby Rainey, compared to Antonio Andrews, which not taking any of them shine or anything, but just Wells was more underrated to me. And the receivers... I kind of had fun with this Willie McNeil, which not that many people give Willie credit at yes. all. Like he was a speed demon and Nicarius Fant also another good receiver. He was very utilized. Like he was a really good punt returner, kickoff returner also. So just very fluid with the offense. And then my tight end, rest in peace, Mitchell Henry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's you. You got a really good list. I can't, uh, I actually followed you with some of them. Uh, I went with Brandon Dowdy. I I thoroughly enjoyed watching Brandon play uh, when he was at Western, and then obviously when I left. Um, my running back, I had to go discount, so I went Gage Walker. I I say discount. I like I like watching Gage Walker. Um, I think he's going to be really good this coming year. Um, twelve hundred yards last year. Yeah, twelve hundred yards first year as a running back playing DB last year. I think between the two of those, those two, I mean, probably Gage is going to get a lot of stuff out of the backfield, you know, thrown to him. But uh, I followed you, Alex, with the Willie McNeil pick. Willie was is uh, such a clutch receiver. I mean, if you want to wonder, if you want to know how, 
he switched positions in that Marshall game uh, just so he could be the guy that got the ball, the ball thrown to him. Yes. Uh, so, I mean, clutch. And then Nicarius uh, fan, I'm sorry if I butchered your name. And then uh, $4, I went Tyler Higby. Uh, so I think I'm good. Yes. It just shows me this list, uh, how stacked and how fortunate we were for the last 10 years. Like, Oh, my God, yes. I, yes. I was thinking of extending it out to, like, 20 years like we did basketball. And it's like there were some good guys in the, you know, when we won the championship and stuff like that. But it's really just like a different level when we went to, when we started to win in football in 2011. It's It's been a really great run that, you know, let's hope it can go in. And, you know, we do this list in 10 years. It'd be like really hard to make and and how stacked it would be so and i mean even talking about you know like 2000 to 2010 i mean the caliber of quarterback you had like uh god haddix yeah haddix uh david wolke kj black david wolke kj black um they were all good uh like game managers um they were good at the level they played at at that point but i don't think they were you know the same caliber that we're at now as far as quarterbacks. Um, running backs, I mean, you had uh, LaRon Moore, uh, Tyrell Hayden. Uh, Morell Booker was actually a really good running back, too. Um, I mean, they were good running backs. I mean, I love Morell. Don't get me wrong. He's a good buddy, good friend of mine. Um, but he wasn't the level like Bobby Rainey. Um, he could he, he might have been, you know, he might have kept up with Gage Walker, um, but – and, you know, wide receivers and tight ends. I mean, I don't think we really became tight end you until, like, Jack Doyle got here. Um, and wasn't so, he, uh, wasn't he like, really not – I mean, Doyle was kind of a self-made man. Like, he was only offered by a couple of schools. And there was a mix of, like, really good Tiger recruits and some diamonds in the rough in this whole list that we had, too. So, Oh, Jack, yeah, I could definitely Jack, agree. Captain Jack, I believe, was recruited by David Elson. Yeah, Ellison also created Rainey. Yes. Um, so Jack, I believe, I'm, don't quote me, but I think Jack was related to, somehow related to David Elson, I believe, but I don't remember. Um, but they they were in the same area growing up. So Coach Elson grew up in Indiana. Uh, Jack played in Indiana, uh, played high school in Indiana. Uh, Bobby Rainey, I always liked watching Bobby play. Uh, he had a juke move that he used, and he, for whatever reason, he'd always drag one of his legs, and it, you just watch it, and you're like, I cannot believe that that works, but it does. Um, yeah, It I was mean, more like he dragged his back foot. Yes. Like, yes, like, I've seen that so many times, like, wa- like not only just watching the games, because when I first arrived to Western first ride to Bowling Green. It was literally right in the first year of the transition where Elson just got let go and Taggart got the job. So mainly just throughout that whole 2010 season where it was just very downhill but started to pick up a little bit. Bobby Rainey was the standout, and I just kept hearing Bobby Rainey. So I was like, okay, I'm going to have to watch him play. And then pretty much it was like the game we had versus FAU, if I'm not mistaken. It was instantly like just got me not only hooked to Western football, but just I saw the move and it was just like, man, like for such a guy with rainy size, like not only doing what he was able to do for WKU, but going into the NFL and having some successful seasons there, like as a backup and as a kick returner, still like you got to credit the man for that. No joke. I am 90% sure Bobby Rainey. Uh, they've got him listed at five eight, but I think he was shorter than that. Um, I think so too. He was kind of like my height. I'm five seven. Yeah, I was gonna say five six or five seven, but I mean, as far as like careers in the NFL, uh, Bobby's probably up there with Captain Jack. So um, you know, uh, do any of you all have anything else before we uh, kind of take a break for the season? No, it's just crazy. It's already gone by. And- just the circumstances in which it ended is really disappointing, but it is what it is. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, as Jeff Goldblum would say, life will find a way. Uh, we will make it out of this, and hopefully in a few months we'll be talking football. Uh, I would like to have uh, uh, D. Furby come back with us in the, in the fall. Uh, so if he's listening, we're going to be collaring at you in the fall to see 
what you think of the uh, upcoming Hilltopper uh, team and their schedule and what they're going to be going through. But we're going to try and do a couple mid-summer episodes, uh, so be on the lookout for those. Uh, maybe talk to some old football players with stuff. Um, but oh, big red. Yes. In the meantime, go on Twitter. If you don't have one, make one. Uh, vote for Big Red, and if you don't want a Twitter, just delete it after that. It doesn't matter. Uh, but vote for Big Red, so Big Red beats the Mormons uh, at BYU. And um, check out the towel rack in the meantime. We're putting up articles, doing and all that good stuff. Uh, they'll be continuing that, so they'll be talking recruiting and anything that comes out as far as that goes. Uh, but uh, as always, guys, go Tops. Go Tops. Go Tops. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Hey, you too. Thank you, guys. Yep. Y'all I miss y'all so much. <laughs> <laughs> See you, Alex. There you go.